Good morning, Hobo Sapiens. How are you? Good, I hope. Um, it's been an eventful week, hasn't it? Um, the album came out. That's the that's the big story that I believe all the news channels are carrying. The album came out on Thursday. Thank you so much to everyone who's bought it and uh, supported on the Patreon and all that. Um, I've sent off all the CDs and and all the tins, uh, the survival tins I've made up. Um, I don't know if you saw those or not. I'll stick the advert in the in the description below. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a good week, and I feel very 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 lucky that uh, people have responded so well to it, despite the fact that the news has been uh, overrun by talk of whether a narcissist is going to leave his job after he's fired. Imagine if one of the contestants on his show did that. You're fired. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so, so, so there's that going on. Um, it's been quite hard to release it. There was a good live stream on Thursday night. Really enjoyed that. Thank you so much to everyone that tuned in for that. And, um, and it was Bandcamp Friday on Friday and so many wonderful sales, uh, to support artists happened. Thank you so much. It's just, uh, it's a real, real blessing. Um, the video for Calm Down came out uh, and has done the rounds a little bit. Um, hopefully we'll do it some more. Um, filmed by the wonderful Scott Chalmers. Um, really lovely reaction to that song. It's the nicest fuck you uh, ever sung in all of musical history, apparently. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, this week is actually an interview with me. I decided... Um, I did a did a little chat with uh, Anita Foxall, who's been on the, the uh, this podcast, and uh, Tony King, who run they run Micro Music. Uh, they do pop up gigs when gigs are were allowed um, in Southampton, just tiny things in unusual places, and uh, they're really really supportive of the whole music scene in Southampton, and they've started this podcast to get them through the the dark the dark times and uh and I, they asked if they could interview me and i said yeah of course so so we had a little bit of a zoom chat um which was really good fun so uh so yeah i'm gonna gonna i've got the audio for that i'll give them a link in the description uh do subscribe to to their podcast uh it's really good you get to hear lots and lots of cool people from my hometown uh talking about music and obviously anita and tony are, are great as well um Tony's also starting up on a on a radio station as well so uh I doubt if any of calm down will be played on it because it all says fuck or piss or Nazis um but we'll see on that one uh I do need to do a massive press thing at some point I'm thinking of scheduling a little bit of a a meeting with a few people to talk about strategy I need to work out what I can do and what I can't do what are my limitations? What aren't my limitations? Uh, other than that, what else has been going on? Uh, the book. The book has been uh, in my mind. I really wanted to sit down on Sunday and just write the book and just get it into a place where I can start sending it to people. I feel um, I started writing it on Christmas Day last year. I feel like if it's not done by Christmas Day this year, in terms of it being a complete text i need to uh, uh think about how slowly i'm working 
you know me i like to get things out in six months um so yeah so that's pretty much it i hope you're well i hope you're uh either enjoying or at least thinking logically about the u.s election um it's been really fascinating to watch the uh firstly that just that i've got this thing about reaching out to you reach you try and inspire your opponents to be better than they are um rather than tell them their shit and fuck off i've got this thing now and i've had some amazing conversations with people who say yeah but biden's a pedophile or something you can't change their minds but you basically tell them that they they you're you know you don't have to die on trump's hill you don't have to no one's obligated to uh to die on the hill of a politician that we don't even get to vote for in this country just saying but um but weirdly it, it works quite well it's hard to describe the process i'm trying to write it down at the moment but but um but my thought process works when it comes to reaching out connecting and possibly bringing down the the temperature a little bit you know when people are just coming in for a fight don't give them one simple as that um and reach and try and make a connection that's that's the big thing anyway that's not the point um right i'm gonna hand you over to the uh to the micro music podcast so you can hear about the album and stuff like that uh tony's put some of the uh, songs in there as well so uh, that's good uh if you haven't heard the album yet it's available fucking everywhere um Sorry, I sounded like Moira from Shit's Creek then. Fucking everywhere. Um, it's raining, so that's what the noise is on the on the top. Um, but yeah, the 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 album's out absolutely everywhere, and uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever you do, um, however you like to buy and or consume music, it's there. It's uh, it's for the history books. This one feels pretty good if you like it share it around to your friends tag me in it if you want to but you don't have to um tell people this is what they need to buy their uncles for christmas there's about 10 cds left in the whole wide world so i need to uh i need to maybe make some more of those maybe it's quite nice to sell out of things um and other than that i hope you enjoy this interview uh, and you're very, very well. So here we go. This is me chatting about me on the Micro Music Podcast. Uh, the link's in the description. Thanks, Anita and Tony. Thank you. Good night. Welcome to another Micro Music Podcast. Uh, my name is Anita Foxall. Uh, as usual, I'm here with Tony King. Uh, today we have a, a bit of a longer podcast, w- which was a really lovely interview with Grant Sharkey. Uh, so was, that was a really nice long chat with him. Uh, Tony, but you have some news for us of uh, one of your personal projects as well, don't you? I do indeed, yes. Micro Music is taking to the airwaves uh, from Wednesday the 18th of November. There will be a weekly Micro Music radio show on a new online radio station called The Bear. So uh, I'm going to be looking for and playing the best new independent music from across the UK every Wednesday at nine o'clock. And uh, you can find links to this. I'll post them all over our social media accounts. So just find us on there. And 
find the show on Wednesdays, starting on the 18th of November. Very exciting. Yeah, that's great. That's really great news. And uh, we will be mentioning it here anyway, uh, so that you don't forget. Uh, speaking of our podcast, don't forget to uh, follow us on all the usual platforms, like us, send us feedback. Um, yeah, we would really, really appreciate that. Shall we hear what Grant had to say? Let's listen to a little bit of one of his songs first, and then we'll hear what he has to say to us. Let's talk about mobs. Let's talk about lynchings too. Let's talk about surviving. Let's talk about surviving with you. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what we'll do. Let's talk about surviving. For when the mobs come for you. Sit down with your friends and a pen and some paper. Keep it offline. Grant, I wanted to start by asking, who are you and what have you been doing? So, what am I? Oh, God. Uh, I'm an artist who expresses themselves through music and words and thoughts and... Um, trying and clowning trying to do something that's um mildly uh abrasive to some but also hilarious to others so it's it's um it's about putting the wrong thing in the right place that's my whole life <laughs> that sounds very wrong but uh, yeah in in, in uh, if i was to be described in an ikea brochure um it would be uh I'm someone who plays a double bass uh, and releases an album every six months. And when I can, go around the country and play lots of gigs. And and I really enjoy live music more than I enjoy recorded music. But um, recorded music is what you sell at the live show. <laughs> so that's it. So you, you talked about there your kind of um, new album every six months. Now you're doing 40 albums, I believe, kind of every six months. One, how did that come about? And two, how are you feeling now that number 16, is it just, just about? Uh, is it 16? Yeah, it is 16. Um, uh, it came about because uh, I think as artists, there's a lot of people in music who think that writing the right song will make them rich and will they suddenly can retire um, in a swimming pool full of women. And, um, uh, and it's just not true art is work we know that that's the, that's the you know and that's where uh the government seemed to be failing us slightly at the moment and um and so the idea was to structure my artistic output really um to try and make something um viable and uh repetitive in its structure in terms of releasing an album every six months but also knowing that that gives me a lot more freedom so once i'm writing one album and thinking about all the ideas to do with that the next album starts to form in my head in the same place as an opposite to it or a, a reaction to that first album. So, so it, for me, it's actually a way of dealing with two sides of a lot of issues as well. So, so I can spend a lot of time exploring lots of ideas. Um, and then also ticking it off as well. Once you've written a song, you record it, you put it out, it's done. Um, and once you can tick things off, um, there's a lot of people who want to be very um, uh, perfectionist in their, the way they make art. And I always think that if you put something out there, it can evolve on stage. That's my feeling towards things. So um, 
that's that's sort of what it is. Every six months, I can basically uh, reinvent something or uh, explore something new, and it's it's great. All the albums are completely different in in so many ways. They've always got me as a theme, I suppose. But um, one of them was a forty five minute long song about how bad you know the people that come up to you and say, "Oh, you should go on X Factor." Um, one of them was uh, 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 I launched a whole out um, a whole country at one point, um, a whole nation idea called Ignoramus. Uh, one was a musical about the life cycle of Nigel Farage. Um, so, you know, they just they just move and move on. So so yeah, they can all be completely different, but also the same thing, which is quite nice. That's what I like about it. But that, that that's a lot to say for for people who don't think art is work. It's so much work, and you never stop. Yeah, it is work. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really have time to be drunk. So and you know, and, and I think the other thing is being self employed. You always push yourself a little bit further to be um, uh, viable, sustainable, all those sorts of things. And um, and I don't make loads of money, but I do make enough money, and that feels good. Um, I've actually taken no government money during all this lockdown and stuff like that, so that I can still go on stage and say "fuck the government." No, but that was a struggle then. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I wrote. I've got some amazing um, supporters on Patreon, and I pretty much wrote to them the day the lockdown first happened and said, "Okay, this is it. You're not going to get t-shirts, but you're going to keep me alive. That's the trade-off now." And uh, and lots wrote back and said, "Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> and um, And for not very much money a month, um, uh, they they actually do keep me alive, and I I can't thank them enough. So I'm trying to with with various things with this album, but um, but uh, but yeah, it's essentially they've they've kept me alive for this year, as well as a few gigs and a few bits and bobs, few live streams and stuff like that. But but mainly it's been um, uh, those guys holding me up completely, rather than Rishi Sunak. You just mentioned live streams there. Um, you were quite vocal at the start of lockdown about not really wanting to do live streams or not really enjoying them. Have you changed your mind a bit? Uh, no, um, so, uh, no, I think they're absolutely hideous. I don't like doing them at all. Um, they're rubbish uh, because you don't smell anything. You don't. You can't hear any applause or, or laughs or when you. The whole point of clowning is to get a reaction of some sort, whether it's even if it's a, a sad, angry face. Um, so, so yeah, when you're just doing it in the conservatory, it's a bit rubbish, to be honest. For what it's worth, they helped me a lot because it was not, it was nice to know. Oh, I'm going to have some not live music, but music <laughs> in and my no, computer. <laughs> I, and I realised there were people who wanted to hear something. There were some people who went straight out of the gate. They did like one every night, like eight o'clock. I'm doing it again, and then burn through all their material and all their joy of it. And I'm just there going, nope, 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 nope. And it's literally until, I think it took me until about June, I think, to even pull one together. I didn't even have the technology at that point. So um, so I, uh, yeah, just got on it, tried it, actually enjoyed it. The second one, the fascist turn up, we had the far Nazis turn um, That was fun. Because um, uh, they, they, for some reason, a lot of racists think that if they call me a non-racist that that will turn me to racism. I'm, I think that's what it is. I'm not entirely sure. Their recruiting plan is not very smart. I saw some of their comments. They 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 were just senseless. Some of them was like, oh, "Do you have a brain?" 
it's not so much that you got to remember it's it's that mob mentality isn't it that's the thing it's it's not um uh they're not thinking in terms of um what they're actually doing they're they're acting as as a herd they're acting as a as a flock and uh so so they're yeah they you can't actually criticize what they're doing because the mob is addictive and it's it's um it's massively uh enticing to a certain mindset so some people will go yeah racism is good i'm going to go for it and that's it that's all you can really do about it is just laugh at it really but there was a nice side on that one as well though because there was all those quite interesting characters with all the interesting comments but your kind of crowd stayed very polite and friendly and engaged in a very very polite but firm kind of niceness that there was a lot of niceness back to the people that were trolling you it was it was nice to see and very protective as well so that was really nice to see well that i think i suppose after eight years of, of running around singing i'm sorry to hear you're a racist you pick up quite a lot of people who aren't racist in your crowd so yeah, they, and they are lovely and polite, and they do love connections and um, and conversation. And uh, you know, I think some of them were were going on and getting people banned or whatever. But um, mainly, mainly, it was it was uh, laughing, uh, trying to include. That's the other thing, I suppose, is when you have people who are so exclusionary. Is is the best thing to do is to say, "Come in, join in." You know, get in the bath. It's nice. The water's good, and um, uh, so yeah, it is a, a loving mass of people that I've I've got, which is really nice. I, I do enjoy that. Um, but the live streams have all taken a, a various turn in some some form or other. The one after that was all about tyranny, anyway. Because um, <laughs> I've been thinking about that for some reason. The live the live streams themselves, to get back to that, they're they're a necessity and also a service in some regards. I like I try and, I don't enjoy them. They're not the thing I wake up going, oh, I can't wait for the next one. Um, but I do um, I do try and put something enjoyable out there, I suppose, for, for myself. And it is. It is. And it does help. Oh, that's good. That's good. By taking your red pill Gets one innocent person killed Fuck you Fuck you So it's got- going to ask you next because one of the main purpose for us to have you is that your new album's coming out soon so tell tell us more about calm down and uh how you're going to launch it and all, all all your plans okay um so what is it this album was um obviously the the album before was the lockdown album the cliched lockdown album where people have gone oh god i'm in lockdown i better write an album um and it was written in about two weeks i think um the last one and it was very much to do with life in a pandemic how i was dealing with it the second half of it was to watch um everything going on in the news the um uh which started with oh just the well, okay it started with the people saying it's 5g 5g causes the virus 
or the government released the 5G to protect us from the 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 5G. Anyway, they were just making up loads of crap about what the virus was. And it's a fear mechanism. A lot of people try and put a story into a, when there's a threat in the world, people try and put a story around it to try and make sense of it. Other than it's a thing we can't see and we have no control about whether it came or not. You know, it's, the science of it is really dull. So the story is much more exciting. Um, and then you saw a lot of those sorts of things happening, people starting to lose their minds a little bit. Um, and then we had uh, the George Floyd killing um, in the States and the Black Lives Matter movement took over quite a lot, um, which was the conversation there. And that was that was the only, well, one of the two valid protests of the whole year, um, which was to basically say black people aren't, or you know, people of colour are not being treated fairly in our societies and we need to sort that out um that also caused uh, an anti anti-racial justice movement i.e a racist uh, protest to do with statues if you remember all that uh fascists up in uh in london to stand by winston churchill's statue and do the nazi salute um <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the irony uh, quota was was high that day um and that was also the time that a guy called Bryn Mail decided to get on a train from Basingstoke um and get super drunk and go into a black lives matter protest cause a load of trouble nearly got his head kicked in and then got saved by a guy called Patrick Hutchinson who picked him up and put him on his shoulder you might remember that visual so there's that. And then there was uh, the QAnon things happened. So there's a lot of people sat on their sofas posting memes about saving children, despite never saving any children by posting memes. Um, we all know that memes don't save children. And um, uh, yeah, and, and so all that stuff's been cropping up as well. We had the Russia report where we found out that there was Russian influence in the uh, elections, but uh, there's no evidence of that because there was no investigations done by our government. It just carries on and on and on. So I thought I'd write an album about the turmoil. There's just turmoil in the world at the moment. And people are literally trying to put a story around something they can't put a story around. And that's what it really comes down to is where we're, um, everyone's trying to basically say, right, at the end of 2020, this will all be gone and everything will be different. And it was not the case. Um, and you realize that all this turmoil is building. There's a U.S. election. Uh, will this come out after the election? The week after the election. Oh, well, congratulations to Joe or Doc. Um, <laughs> and, um, um, and so we've, got, we've also got a, a, the threat of whatever Brexit's going to be. Um, you know, that sort of thing. A year since we uh, elected the Tories to navigate our <laughs> administration, our governmental administration, um uh they've uh they've got to deliver something as well by the end of all this and um next year's going to be worse i think and and i think next year's going to be violent in some places and i think it's going to be desperate and sad i think there's going to be a lot more hungry children i think there's going to be um a huge anti-government backlash possibly some sort of anarchy i don't know um but I've decided to write songs about that. That's what the new album's about. So it's nice and uplifting and a joyous experience is what you're telling us. <laughs> uh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, I've, I've used um, 
I've used uh, a lot of uh, news in the album itself, so I've taken uh, quite a lot of audio off the news. Um, and then the songs sort of reacted to that news. So there's, you know, there's also the racist movement in the States, the Proud Boys thing and and all that sort of stuff. And then you just it, you just have to turn it around to a song that pins down the essence of it. That's my, my job, I think, is to find the essence of things and write songs about it. Sorry, the midlife crisis is going past again. Um, uh, <laughs> I think it's a Harley Davidson midlife crisis. Um, uh, but yeah, the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the songs themselves are, are they funny? Some are, some aren't. Um, it's got some guest appearances on by, um, uh, Zan, the pink one from the lounge kitten. She's, uh, she's doing a vocal on a, a song about the QAnon people. Um, and my friend Dave Allen does some voices and we've got some singers in as well for a song called Mobs about how to survive mobs when they come into towns. Um, <laughs> you know, it's sort of, it is dark. I think we live in a dark place, but we have to laugh at the darkness a little bit. And the best way to laugh at anything is to be honest about it. That's pretty much it, is to find its its kernel and uh, pop it. I, I had a, another question for you that has got to do with, with you being very busy over all this period. And you had your um man school videos where people were sending you little snippets recording themselves and those were brilliant uh really kept me entertained as well so do you have any plans to bring them back uh the radical is radical utv it was called um uh, so uh, but yeah the um that was just an idea to try and find something to do you know what can you do at home what can you do at um uh, 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 um, as a creative, what can you do to try and put things through? And you realize that it can't be all about you. That's the one thing that creativity is a bit rubbish at is we need to work together as a scene. So I thought many, many years ago, my first job was on like a horrible magazine TV show um, on channel five in 1997. And, um, uh, and I realized that, that when you have things that sort of, they're made by lots of different people, sort of almost variety sorts of things. Then people will sort of hopefully enjoy it and pass things around. So um, decided to put this thing together. It was really hard work um, for me and for the people contributing all the time. Um, and we, we, we sort of, we all ended up going back to our proper jobs at some point. Not that I have a proper job, but sort of everyone else was sort of like, I haven't got time this week. I've got to go. Um, and uh, so it sort of faded out of existence a little bit. But um, but it was quite a nice um, way of just being creative, you know, sort of learning some editing skills and sort of I taught myself a few new things and um, learned how to um, talk into a camera, which is obviously what I'm not doing right now on Zoom. I'm sort of looking all over the place. But but, you know, when you actually look into a camera and stuff like that, you 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 learn a few more skills. And uh, it was fun. I, there will be one more episode, I think. If I can get some videos made for the album, I'm going to try and put another one last episode together because the one thing we didn't resolve was actually the uh uh owen's journey to find the perfect glass of milk yeah that does need some kind of resolution <laughs> it does it definitely does so um so yeah and a sort of a, a, a grand finale that we're gonna we're gonna make something happen with the, the last two episodes of, of the milk thing and maybe the videos uh for the um uh for the for the actual songs on the album as well so hopefully um, if I get time, that's the thing. It's, it's not even a sort of. 
it's close to the bottom of the to-do list at the moment. It's getting there. Yeah, well, you need to focus on your new album now and uh... get things in the post and stuff like that. That's the problem. So, so it's, 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 it's finding the time to sit down and edit a, a TV show is, is kind of hard, but I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Well, that probably sounds like a brilliant place to say thank you very much, Grant, for your time. And it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Oh, it's been a pleasure talking to you too. Fuck me, is this the hill you're gonna die on? Is this the statue that you're gonna piss or cry on? Fuck me, is this the hill you're gonna die on? You better get yourself to bed, you look tired. Fuck me, is this the hill you're gonna die on? Is this the bed you made but now refuse to lie on? Fuck me, is this the hill you're gonna die on? No, but it's okay to change your mind, you still have time. So I'd just like to say thank you to Grant for talking to us. It's a very interesting conversation and I hope you all enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant. Uh, don't forget to listen to his new album calm down and you can buy it on Bandcamp uh, or, or get get in touch with grant um but yeah listen to uh, his new album and keep supporting our musicians and us don't forget to listen to us every two weeks <laughs> we will be back in two weeks time with a new episode so save us on whatever platform you're using it and we will see you then see you then